Homes India cover story podcast series in association with theindicast.com. My name is Abhishek and this issue's cover is on the hidden gems of 2016. That is companies who have managed somehow to shun the limelight but continue to shine through their stellar and consistent performances. Joining me on the call is the cover story anchor Praveen Palande, the man who writes about finance at Forbes India. Hi Praveen, welcome back. Hi, how are you? I'm very well Praveen, thanks and uh, for those who haven't uh, really read about hidden gems issue over the past few years uh, talk us through what a hidden gem is and what is not uh, we look at uh, three important aspects in a company the first one is basically the quality of idea how disruptive is the idea and is it affecting millions of lives out there secondly we look at if there are any institutional investors private equity venture capital funds and third is profits because you know this is it's really cool So not to have profits, uh, we should look for companies that that actually make money. You are basically taking a dig at all the e-commerce companies here. Not a dig. <laughs> see, what happens is that see those are awesome ideas, okay, and great ideas. Time to deliver. But what we are looking at in Hidden Gems is that we want to look at profitable companies. So Hidden Gems basically disruptive ideas, having a private equity or an institutional investors, and they are making profit. These are the three main criteria that we look at. Right. And who are some of these hidden gems, and who's on the cover this time? We have ACT Fibernet, we have Nazara Games, we have Mini Cosmetics. They manufacture fog deodorant. We also have Baiju. Everybody has seen Baiju's ads. I mean, I really love their ad. Online, online coaching classes. Yeah. These are the interesting guys out there. Then we have Jan Lakshmi Financial Services that has created its own innovative process to tackle the credit demand at the bottom of the pyramid. we have ifma capital which is also on cover tackling this entire problem of financial inclusion and reaching out to millions of people so one way to look at this hidden gems in in our issue is like they are affecting the lives of millions of people take something like zara a gaming venture basically that has a huge user base for its subscription model very popular right even if you go to the airport i think there is an area dedicated to people who want to play games top line 220 crore rupees so that's a huge sum and the guy nitish mithersen the founder he convinced tendulkar to get on board for 5 lakh rupees when the going rate at the time was 1 million dollars is what tendulkar says uh, that's what the story says for all you listeners read that for tendulkar fans i'm sure you guys must not be aware how nazara signed up tendulkar for Let's talk about Baiju classes you you said that you enjoyed their ads now it positions itself as education media tech company they're adding 30000 new annually paid users every month they're looking to raise 50 million dollars they already have 120 crore of revenues and it's a profitable firm 5 million users you said they impact all these companies impact millions of users now these guys which started off as a coaching classes physical coaching classes now have apps which reach all these all these users so I think uh, we should look at the way this company has uh, used technology to improve education. I think eventually education is going to adopt the concepts in gaming and I think Baiju would be one of the few guys who would be up there doing that. And this is only for CAD aspirants, right? I think primarily yeah. for CAD aspirants, yeah. Yeah, like our story clearly mentions in the beginning itself from teaching about 2000 cat aspirants in auditoriums in 2008 to conducting math workshops for over 20000 people 20000 students in stadiums in 2014 like you know so having 2 lakh paid subscriber on it on a mobile device i mean that's some set for by you 
You bet. And the founder, Baiju Ravindran, he he is a cat, <laughs> scoring 100 percentile <laughs> twice, back to back. And uh, I think he appears to make it so easy that he didn't uh, he didn't figure out what the big deal was and started teaching for fun when people wanted ideas and tips as to how to approach these exams. I mean, talk about cat whiskers out here, like. Yes. <laughs> and and let's, let's move on to Vinny Cosmetics, another big marketing case study. Now, uh, this comes from a man, uh, Darshan Patel, who's built huge brands like Move, Edgeguard, Crack at Paris Pharmaceuticals. We all know how he took on the big guns. And with yes. Fogg, he's toppled HUL's axe in just two years' time. So how does this man do this consistently? When Patel launched Vinny Cosmetics in 2009 and started selling Fogg, he knew he had to stand out in a crowded market. The way they kind of advertised Fogg, I think that did the trick. Like, you know, he kind of exactly knew how to take on the big guys and knew how to use his marketing budget. He's up there. So here is what I think about him. The ads are very specific to the point. So when he's talking about whether it's move, whether he's talking about crack, it's like very, very clear about that point and how to drive it in 20 seconds. Indeed, indeed. And one of, one of those examples where market research clearly drove the way he advertises his products. Let's talk about the story that you wrote, Praveen. IFMR Capital. What are they? From what I understand from your piece is that they are the guys who provide cash to those organizations that lend to the bottom of the pyramid. Before you go towards IFMR Capital, I think we should talk about Janalakshmi Financial, basically. See, there is a connection out here. Janalakshmi is an interesting company. Like, you know, they kind of decided to get into microfinance and, and also, like, you know, to provide homes to a lot of people. Like, you know, I'm talking about affordable homes. You, you have Ramesh Ramnathan and his wife Swati. They were very clear that we're going to start a company and provide basically homes to people who are at the bottom of the pyramid and like, you know, reaching out and like, you know, understanding their credit quality. It's a tough thing in, in the Indian market. And today it's a big company. It disbursed around about 10,500 crores in loans in the year ended March 31, 2016. Now that is like some serious competition to all the big banks out there. Yes, and 5 million customers, big customer base too. So these are the guys who are going to take on the Indian banking system. So this is what Janalakshmi has done. Now you have to understand you have a company like Janalakshmi. Janalakshmi also requires capital. They lend and they need to maintain a debt equity. They need to borrow. Once they borrow, they can lend it to a guy who wants to have a home or whatever. But a lot of these companies, like, you know, whether they are, like, you know, home loan companies, whether they are microfinance companies, whether they are financing small businesses, the biggest problem for them is to access the formal market. I'm talking about a capital market. So if you are a company like SL Finance or if you're a company like Janalakshmi, you want to go out and raise capital. But who is going to give you money? Because the formal banking sector doesn't understand your customer. They don't know the guy's ability to pay loans, whether it is home loans, whether it's small banking loans. So what does a Janalakshmi or for that matter, SL, what, do, what should they do? IFMR figured out that there's a role for them to play out here. What they need to do was take these companies, these loan companies, which are also called the originators, okay, and bring them closer to the investors. So you have these loan companies who do not have access to capital markets or formal markets, and they want to raise money. And if they go to a mutual fund and say like, hello, I have got this set of customers whom I think will 
always pay their loans. They are like the Lannisters yes, from Game of yes. Thrones. They have got to pay their debt. Right, okay. Right. Well, they are not from the royal family. Fine, but they want to pay off their debt. To illustrate that with an example, your story starts with that sandwich vendor who is loaned by SL Finance business loans. The source of capital for SL is IFMR Capital, and they will hope that the sandwich guy pays back the money in reasonable time, which he did in your example, 30 lakh rupees in 13 months, which is a winning business model in itself. So, how does IFMR make money? So, let's come to that. If the sandwich guy goes to a bank and asks for loans, the bank says. Show me your income tax return. Show me where your business. I want to see the address. Okay. Now these guys are like selling sandwich. I want to. I'm there at a corner. Like you know. No, no. I you don't fall in that in our category, and we are not in a position to give you loans. Now comes a small business finance company. Okay. This company says this guy has got a fairly linear model. The number of sandwiches he sells. He sells. There is clientele uh, uh, near BSC. Okay. Who have been buying sandwiches regularly. and his business can improve and they give him the money but you need to understand that someone like in this case like we are talking about the sandwich guy and then in this case the sl guys now sl guys also require money now what they can do is just simply take loan okay from ifmr which they have done actually in this case okay or tell ifmr like can you find an investor who will lend me money ifmr figured out that there are so many loan companies which are the originators originators i can basically use a securitization model of pooling the loans and basically grading them creating separate tranches and telling them that these are the tranches where the topmost part is triple a rated from crisil or whoever and a mutual fund or an insurance company can go and invest in the topmost senior tranche and basically there is a junior part to it okay which is high risk i am that i am also going to invest in the high risk part which could be a triple b or a single b rated part so this assures the investor that ifmr itself is participating into this entire structure and ifmr itself since it has put in the money it will see to it that the structure doesn't fall apart and it will monitor the originators or the loan companies very seriously because this is the riskiest part in the entire structure and how ifma makes money is very simple since they invest in the riskiest part of the structure they get the highest interest rate and they also get the fees for creating the you get the fees from the originators and not to charge the investors for that you've pretty much entrenched yourself in studying these firms uh, praveen and <laughs> and and one one final one is that of uh, before we wrap up is act or act fibernet which uh, is in the business of bringing high speed wired broadband and uh, i think speed and price are key in their business and they seem to have cracked both another interesting thing out here uh, act fibernet again they are changing lives of millions of people and how are they doing it almost taking like a very good technology at half the price and that's really really working wonders it's a company to look up look at i think over a year or two you're going to see a lot of this company let me just tell you why it is a gem in 2010 act was the first to launch broadband speeds at 10 mbps at 999 rupees okay at, at time when the nearest computer was offering 1 mbps at 2000 rupees so what are we talking about here this is like really really exciting we should be looking up for this company yes and 
on that note praveen uh, it's uh, it's time to wrap up these are six hidden gems which we urge all you listeners to pick this issue up and read about them thanks a lot again for your time praveen yes thanks thanks abhi Thank you. And, and all you listeners, you can get this podcast on ForbesIndia.com as well as on iTunes. And to have someone call you for a Forbes India subscription, just message Forbes 51818.